Today's the day. Can I say something stupid? Go ahead. I'm going to say for, I don't want to say many years. I'm going to say for a couple years, I thought Five Dog was saying his name was Monique. Instead of Malik. I think you've said this before. It's rather embarrassing. And I was I like, so. damn, that's, maybe it's like a Caribbean thing. Maybe Monique is like a, 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 a unisex name in, in Trinidad. So you and thought, I remember the I remember the day I read Malik somewhere and I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> hey yo, my name's Monique, the five foot freak. Uh no, it's Malik, Malik Taylor, Malik Taylor. Shout out to Five Dog, Five Dog, Q-tip. Ali Shaheed Muhammad. Name name all of give me all of Q Tip's names if you're real. Q Tip. A.K.A. The abstract. A.K.A. Kamal. Sure. But isn't it? Um, what's his full? What's his full? John Davis. There, there you go. And 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 Kamal is J.D. No. Yes, when he battled older, oh, when he battled old dirty bastard in high school, old dirty bastard came looking for yo. Who's that rapper J.D.? By the way, did he tell us that story? No, I heard it on um, Math Hoffa. No, he might have told. He did. Oh, I think he did mention it on our podcast, but I saw it recently on Matt Hoffa. First of all, it's Kamal Farid. Kamal Farid, because all hip hop podcasts are regurgitated stories that have been told on one app years Saif, and years ago. Saif. don't say that about the ones that we actually like, <laughs> like Drink Champs and Matt Hoffa. I'm telling you what happens. All the that people go, people go on podcasts, and these podcasts go, "Yo, what? That's crazy! What happened?" I'm like, "He already told us that in fucking 2011." Yeah, I know, I know. It's the listen, we're cool, Herc. So I didn't remember that story about ODB, and tomorrow for the patrons, I'm going to be giving y'all a uh, RZA conversation that I had at Hot 97, and. Well, maybe should we just give that to everyone today, though? Where they get both? They have the option to hear Tribe Talk and Wu-Tang Talk Put today. Put it out, man. Put it out. But uh, in the Wu-Tang, in the RZA conversation, which he's amazing in, yeah, he brought up the old, dirty, battling Q-tip 
And I was like, what? I totally forgot. And he was like, no, nah, that's Q-Tip's story to tell. So I was like, oh, well, we should ask Q-Tip. But then apparently he already said it on Math Alpha. But guess what? He's going to say it again. No, he said it. He said it on ours. But we'll get it again. We'll get the refresh version. 30 years ago. You want to feel old? I already do. Go ahead. 30 years, man. Is that the whole thing? I think you're going to say something else. No, no, I'm saying you said 30 years. I said, you want to feel old? But that was just like a little ad lib to what you were saying. Oh, oh, that was like it was a reverse ad lib almost. I see what you're saying. Bro, I've said this over and over again. Um, and I know it's not that profound. Um, 30 years prior to that, if you were like, yo, if, if in 93, Tribe was like, yo, let's listen to this album. They'd be listening to albums from 1963. Yeah, I saw you make that point on your TikTok. It's not that like, smart. It's not. I don't, it's, I, I don't know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Oh, it's Rosenberg's 30 years good ago. At math. <laughs> I know. <You're> so, <laughs> but Rosenberg you know, is good at math of, of divisibles of 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going to really base it. But by the way, make fun of me all you want. Sometimes, sometimes when I say that, it means nothing to the person. I said it today to Rizza, and it was like, So you never know how it's going to affect someone because it is such a, but it is so basic, but now I can remember, I can remember the first, I can remember the exact moment where I was when I first heard Wu-Tang enter the 36 chambers. All right. I don't remember where I was when I first heard Midnight Marauders. Oh, I'm the opposite. Yeah. I'm the opposite. I was in MacArthur High School in Levittown, Long Island. My... Either my, was she my ex at the time or was she, I don't remember. The girl I told you about that one, eventually started dating rappers and worked at D&D. I, I can't oh, say Oh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, 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 sure, I remember her, I remember her. There was a guy, I think he was Dominican or Colombian. I don't know if we had already dated or we were about to start dating. But she was dating this guy and he had the Woo album on cassette. He had the wood, and it was, we were in the lunchroom, and he was like, yo, you got to listen to this. And just fucking put it on and just bring the ruckus starts. Ding, ding, ding. Bring the motherfucking ruckus. And I heard uh, probably like six songs off the album before lunch was over. And it was fucking incredible. Like, this is amazing. Because I had put them on the woo. Because I went to a record shop. Uh, fuck, I don't remember which record it was. It was maybe down... Town or downstairs records. Shaolin Shadow Boxing. I heard Woo on maybe Stretch or one of those stations. Protect your neck. The first time it ever played. Mm-hmm. And I oh, went to a record shop. First time played, bro. First wow. time. You happened and you I went were to listening. A, wow. I went to a record shop and the guy had a white label and he played it. And I was like, yo, I heard that. The other night, who's that channel live? I remember saying, "Who's yeah. that channel live?" You thought you sounded cool. You dumb I didn't know shit. what it was, and uh, and he sold me one copy, white label. I still have it to this day. It's one wait, of my most the, prized wait. possessions of of Protect Your Neck. Protect Your Neck, and after the laughter on the other side, not Method Man. So, but it's not literally a white label though. It's the yellow label, or you have an actual. No, white no, label? white label with Sharpie written on. Oh, it. Oh, you have the actual tears white label. Yes, and then I and then I got the one with the the orange Wu Tang label, orange yellow, and then the Loud Records one came out. You wanna? Do you wanna? Here, here's an interesting. First of all, I enjoyed that uh, story. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, we, we gotta call Q. We're gonna call Q Tip here in a minute. Okay, I love Q Tip. 
Um, I by the way, I sent him a link to be like, can you join StreamYard? And he just wrote, call and connect me. I want to make that doesn't make sense what you just said. I mean, I, I know what you mean. Okay, I'm gonna call you. Um, but <laughs> you know what's interesting about Enter the Wu Tang? It's one of the most legendary albums of all time. One of the greatest albums well, of all you're time. You're just stating you're just stating regular facts. I'm stating regular facts, but hold on, I'm getting there. It's not an easy song, in my opinion, an easy album, in my opinion, Saif, to remember the order of songs, like to say them out loud. The order? The track listing? Yes. Impossible. Isn't that bizarre? I've had so many different iterations. I don't even taking- think this is right, bro. I'm looking right now on Spotify, and I'm like, this isn't right. I've had so many iterations of if I took certain songs off and put them on my iPods, on my phone, and I left some songs out, and then sometimes I go listen to it on streaming so I can listen to the whole album straight through, and I go, I don't remember this being after this. Like, It's like a compilation album, but it's a group. It's weird. So they have a clean one on Spotify, wrong order. That's wrong. Then they have Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers, expanded edition. What's that mean? I don't know. It starts off correct, though, right? Bring the ruckus, Bring right? Bring the ruckus. That's correct. Yes. So we know this is right. And then track two, this is right. That's right. Shame on a what? I, 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 I'm not sure. All right, so let me look on Wikipedia to make sure this is matching up with uh, what's listed on. Shame on a. All right, so shame on us too. I, I probably would get that. Yeah, I might get this Sife song three. Up from the 36 chambers. It's the ghost. It's a ghost. <laughs> Just random shout outs. So that's I always, clan, that's I always wanted the them to rhyme on that beat. So that's Clan on the front. The next song, Sife, I would never remember the name of Wu Tang Seventh Chamber. Oh, I don't even know the name of the song. Seventh Chamber. Yeah. Then it's Can It Be All So Simple. Then it's Chess Boxing. Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Cream, Method Man, Protect Your Neck, Tears. And there we go. Oh, it's called Tears? Tears is last. After the laughter. Yes. I think on the original white label I have, they wrote after the laughter. Yeah, yeah, I think that's familiar too. But here's what I'm saying is interesting about that is we're going to call Q-Tip in a second. As we celebrate 30 years since the greatest day, in my opinion, in the the history of hip-hop. And I'm so lucky I was 14 years old at that time. What a great time to be a 14-year-old kid finding music. But how about this? Intro, stirred up Steve Biko, award tour, then the Fife joint, went to Carvel to get a milkshake. What? Eight million stories? Eight million stories. Then sucker. Sucker what? Shame on a sucker? Then, then, uh, then midnight. That, hold on. So that sucker N word is a very, it's a weird song. We should, well, you know what? We should talk to Q-Tip and ask him about it. Yeah. All right, like I what exactly you. he's trying to say is yeah, kind of complex. Like, yeah, it's very complex. 
But the point is, you remember, then midnight, then we can get down, then electric relaxation, then clap your hands. Like, you know, the I know the order so well. I don't think I would know the order of that either. You don't remember anything. What were we even asking you for? I have a weird memory. Yeah, you do. I remember a lot of shit, but not that kind of shit. Let's just call his regular cell phone, see how he sounds. Yo. Hey, the abstract. What up, man? Happy 30 years. Thanks, a cipher with you. Yeah, I'm here. Happy 30 years, tip. Aries. Aries. Brother. Man, you, 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 we're being real emotional today, bro. Why? This is a very important day for us. Uh, is it today? Well, when we're rec- when we're tomorrow. recording this, yeah, it's tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. But for the people oh, listening, it, it, yeah, it, there you go. <laughs> it's show business stuff. No, you know what's funny is, uh, damn, I wish I wish Bobby was. I, I should hit Rizza real quick. Can I just, see? I just, I, I just, call? I just saw him an hour ago and talked about you. Literally, just saw him. Saw him where? He came up to Hot because he's uh, promoting their documentary thing and his, um, you know, he's playing. Oh, okay. He's playing this week at Gramercy. I'm going to go tonight. He's playing at Gramercy with the symphony and to the Wu-Tang. Okay. Yeah. What were you going to say, you know, though? That, what were you going to say? Why did you say you should hit him? You know, that's my bro right there. You know what I'm saying? It's like um. We kind of came in at at the same time. Him with uh, he was at Tommy Boy, and he had "I Love You, Rakim," and he used to move around with Mel Kwan a lot. And Mel Kwan back in the day used to move with Hog and Pick, Pig, Pig and Dog, and all these dudes from Brooklyn for Fort Green with Kane. I'm I'm going real old school, but um, as you should. That's what we're here for. I, I just remember always seeing RZA, and then you know. Um, and seeing Genius put his joint out and then, you know, just getting their 12-inch the first time and bringing it back to Fight's crib and us listening to it like, yo, this is crazy. Like, fan, like fan. You know what I'm saying? Which 12-inch you talking about? The first joint. Protect your neck. Mm-hmm. And um, just to be able to share this day with him, you know, it's just, it's just a lot, you know what I'm saying? And in the pop, you were very busy on November 9th, 1993. You were concerned with a lot of different things. When did you first listen to 36 Chambers? Probably a couple of days before. Oh, before? Yeah, yeah. I heard a little bit before. Mm. Um, you know, because Rizzo was my man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and Dirty. Like, we have history, you know what I'm saying? All the way so, back to high school. RZA said you guys went back to high school. Yep. 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 Back to high school days. I, I, yeah, don't, know which, I don't know if he went to a... No, he, he was in the Staten Island High School. I'm trying to think of the school Dirty went to. In Brooklyn. Uh, was it, yeah, was it Erasmus? I can't remember. But um, my point being is that it's just great to share it with them. You know what I'm saying? And that week after Snoop dropped his joint, Doggy Style, it was just such a, a, a it was such a monumental time 
I think that period for hip hop. What else came out? Was it Outkast? Outkast was around that time too. Well, well, this specific month was Tribe, Wu Tang, Snoop, Del the Funky Homo Sapien. No need for alarm. I remember that very well. Um, Souls. I think Souls was right around that. Outkast wasn't. Outkast wasn't out yet. Yeah, a little, a little before Outkast. I thought Outkast was ninety three. Yeah, ATL is. No, I mean, no, um, ATL, Southern Playlistic um, is, is. Is is it's ninety four. Yeah, ninety four. Okay. is mob. April anyway, April right, twenty right, right. April twenty sixth, nineteen ninety four. So yes, so tip. Okay. So that means Nas and Outkast dropped the same month though, which is crazy. Yeah, and then mob and mob was out that year too. Um, I'm working on a. Uh, I'm working on a documentary between you guys, between the three of us, mm-hmm. and it's going to talk about. Uh, it's going to be my first one that I've directed, and um, it's going to be pretty, pretty monumental. Been working on it for a couple of years now, but it talks about all of that. But to to the point of, I guess, why I'm calling is that I hate you both. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come up there and set you both to flame. Mm-hmm. Keep going. And, and, why is this? And, Oh, I don't know. Why not, Scythe? Why not? <laughs> wait, can you... I, wait, even though... So so Rizza told me, and, and obviously you mentioned this in the Math Hoffa interview a while back, that you, you battled Dirty and Rizza. In well, a- yeah, I battled, I battled Dirty, and Rizza was beatboxing for him. And, and, and Dirty got you, know, you? Yeah, I mean, because it was funny. Well, he must be a tough matchup um, in that way because he's so he's so charming and funny with the way he does that. Yeah, it was hilarious, bro. I just remember after us just like smoking that tie black after drinking some brass monkey underneath the <laughs> underneath the Brooklyn Bridge, and we just we just was cool after that. We just see each other around and just like yo, you know what I'm saying. So it was just the community, man. It, it, it was um. Something that I, I, I cherish, I, I'm, I'm just blessed to be able to not only do this, but to, to share with them. It's just a special day. So all y'all listeners out there, um, if you haven't yet, go listen to Tribe, The Name of Riders, Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers, same day, you know what I'm saying? Like for us specifically, you know, to hit 30 years and, you know, I love, you know, my guys obviously, but missing five. You know, it's just it's a, it's it's bittersweet. Yeah, are all um, all the all these things are now bittersweet, huh? Yes, it's really bittersweet, man. It's hard because, you know, I I I can empathize with um, with 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 artists who are I guess a part of a unit, and one of them are gone, and they still move on and stuff. You know, the music is 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 um. Is the saving grace because you get to relive um, in that moment when you're performing it, you know, posthumously. Um, you get to relive it; it becomes animate again, you know. But then, um, the bittersweet part is that they're just—they're literally not there in a physical sense. So, you know, music—that's why we're all so drawn to it, right? Because of the 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 aspect of it that we can't really touch it it's not tangible right mm. it's like we we commit ourselves to these instruments these microphones these pens these pads these, 
and we put these songs out and, and they move people and but um the the minute that you pick you know turn it off it's not there but it still stays with you so it's a very uh, ethereal relationship that we all have with music as music lovers as music practitioners and all of that so when you have um things like milestones they're like birthdays or anniversaries they're there to remind you of the, the the grace you've been afforded the blessings that's been placed upon you and the value of if you feel like you're not in a great position that you have a anniversary birthday or something like that to to know that you're still here and that you could do better you've been famous your whole life like since what 19 man i've been doing this since i've been 18 man so practically my all my adult have you ever had a regular job no like a fast food joint in high school or junior high or anything no that's crazy you're a lifer as a musician. That's pretty That's pretty wild. You got to understand, Tip, like any time someone who's maybe not as much as into hip-hop as we are, like I remember I was taking improv classes and my improv teacher was like a nerd about everything. He was like, give me five albums that I should listen to to get my brain going into this hip-hop world. And two of those albums I suggested are Tribe albums. Of five, of five albums. And when people ask you, Q-Tip, when people ask you, are you a low-end theory or Midnight Marauders, are you able to even answer that? Because that's a debate that's never-ending, never-ending. You know, it's 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 fodder for the conversation, right? But I don't really think, I don't know. It's just weird for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just be... Uh... I'm a blue collar dude, man. You know, I, I just uh I just try to hear hear the call, take heed, answer and, and do music and like Big says, stay low, keep firing, you know what I mean? I try not to really um, you know, roll around in, in in the rummage of yesteryear. Even though it means a lot to everybody and a lot of different people for different reasons. That's what it's there for, you know, we're in servitude to it. So I feel like um, I kind of uh, diminish the good service by standing on um, feats of the miraculous, so to say. You know what I mean? So right. I, I, uh, I never tried to, like, you know, let the ego overtake it you know because there's still work to do there's still more to come you know what i mean you and you you're, you're and you really are the definition of that because you never stop working i mean like the amount of stuff that you must have recorded with different various amazing artists and and just stuff you've made i can't imagine it and do you have it organized at all or is it, <laughs> is it just a, yeah I've, what is it I've like a lot like I, I have stuff that I've done with um uh shoot Rock Marcy and um 
with the with the. I don't know. God, God, with the, I mean, am I am I speaking at a school? Am, am I speaking at a school? I can delete it if you want me to. Am I, am I speaking at a school and saying, "I know you have records with Mac Miller in your in your stash"? Yeah, I do. And <laughs> Mac, uh, man, RIP that dude is such a sweet sweet kid, man. Yeah, the best. When I met him, he the first thing he did was show me his tattoo. I think it was Beats Rounds of Life or Tribe or something like that. But um. You know, he's so talented, man. Jesus Christmas, this dude sing, play, all of that stuff. Did you, did you um, know? Did you know? Were you surprised when he did like swimming in circles? Did you know that he had that much like musicality in the stash? Yeah, I mean, when, when we were labbing out, you know, he was telling me he used to play guitar and piano and all that stuff, and so you know, we had a couple. We have a couple of joints that we did. Um, I wanted to get it to the family. Do you know where they are? Use. Like, if you wanted to go find those, could you go find them? At some point, yeah, I can. Okay, so I, I want to spend a little bit of time while we have you on the phone. Life of a hoarder. Yeah, well, it's good hoarding. Though. I mean, it's it's it's, it's wonderful hoarding. Bro, you saw if you saw what I've been going through now because I I moved my records, took them out of storage, and trying to put them in my. I'm the I'm the hoarder, bro. And it's not. Bro, it's just it's just. And it's the just, thing about vinyl right now, mm-hmm. vinyl is is back heavy. Yeah, but yo, these I went to a vinyl shop. They chart. They wilding with the prices, wilding. yo. No, yo, they no, it's not wilding, it's like, yo, bro. It's not even that they wilding. It's like, bro. It's like it's just a different time. You feel me? So it's a whole different thing. It's like. It's, it's, it's a lot of a, a lot of a lot of people who buying it now. They don't really even be playing them. They just collect it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, if they catch yeah. something like sealed, like you catch a sealed. I went to this one joint uh, like a month back on 54th Street, and they had a uh, they had a sealed Radiohead album like on the wall wow. for like 200 things. Like wow. I was like, okay, yeah, computer. But no, it was um. The one after. Wow. Everything That's crazy. On the face. Yeah. No, nah, what I've been told is but, the sealed vinyl is where it's at, bro. If you, if you, which Sife, you have a lot of sealed vinyl is really where it's at. I don't know. That's like, it's like buying sneakers, like the rare sneaker. Like, I don't, it's hard for me to keep records sealed because I want to play them. You know what I mean? I just got this joint the other day. Oh, Q-Tip can't see. This is a joint right here. What is that, Sife? What is this that? This is the, uh. The dancing and singing for you, Starfire, the baddest five stars in the galaxy. Oh, put it up. You see, put it up. Oh yeah, I got it. I have it on my table. What is that? Because what, once what is Starfire? I don't know what it it's is. It's like an old funk joint. But as I, I can't. I'm about to. I'm about to record this into Pro Tools so that I can make MP3s and listen to it on my phone because I can't find it streaming anywhere. And that's the thing. The streaming services don't have everything. You know what I'm saying? They have a lot. They have your all your albums, right? Let's say that. But they don't have all the remixes that you guys put on the vinyl when the singles came out. And 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 certain freestyles and stuff, man. That's the stuff that I wish would be on those services. Well, you know, I, I, I have I'm a little bit indifferent about streaming. Um but yeah, I, I feel like uh, you know the the part of part of the thing for the appreciation thing why why 
you know, I'm I'm more um inclined to 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 vinyl is that you get to go on that mission, you know what I'm saying? Mm, you get to the best. go to the store and go through the bins and then put your hands on it and phys- like have a physical relationship with your music and yeah, then find it the like, oh, I got it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then have an appreciation home. of the artwork. Like artwork doesn't mean anything anymore. I know. And like opening up a jacket and going through something like, which by the way, um, can you tell us what was the impetus for the Midnight Marauders cover with all the heads? Why did you guys decide to do that for that one? Um, just because, um, you know, we were really trying to um, deplore the energy of unity. This is as simple as that. You know what I mean? Like, just, you know, that we all, like, this competition, right, is healthy and you see somebody doing something, you know, you want to do it. You know, you could be inspired by somebody, but part of the inspiration is that you want to be able to do that and do better. That's just the human tracking, right? No matter what it is, you could see you could see LeBron playing ball and be like, yo, I want to do that. But you you look up to them, but you want to do it so that you could do better or be as big. You know what I mean? So there's that aspect of it. But to but to bring it to its foundation is that you know we all stand on each other's shoulders. You know what I'm saying? So if there was no public, if there's no Chuck D who was on there, or if there was no R.I.P., you know, Ecstasy and then Jalil and Grandmaster D, you know, if there was no Flash who was on there, if there's no N.C. Light who was on there, or so on and so forth, we wouldn't be, you know what I mean? Um, so that was just uh, the sentiment of it. Uh, tell me if all these names that I see listed somewhere are correct. Tell me if one's not correct. Um, third base, Africa Bambata, AMG and Ant Banks, um, Beastie Boys, Awesome Two. I remember that, of course. Black Moon, Busta, Casual, Chia Lee, Chub Rock, Chuck D, Cold Crush, Daddy O, Dallas Austin, Dell, Diamond D, De La, Dr. Dre, Dougie Fresh, Fab Five, Grandmaster D of Houdini, Grandmaster Flash, Heavy D, Ice T, Jazzy J, Jazzy Joyce. Jungle Brothers, Kid Capri, Red Alert, Cool Mo D, Large Pro, Lightro, Lords of the Underground, MC Light, Neat the Exotic, Organized, Far Side, Tumbling Dice, uh, Rashad, Rashad Smith, Rocksteady Crew, uh, Ron G, Silver D, Puffy, Skef Anselm, Souls, Special Ed, Sweet Tea, Too Short, and Zulu Nation Supreme Council. Does that sound like the right breakdown? I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Wait, I missed it. What'd you say? He said he'll take our word for it. I mean, <laughs> oh, you. Yeah, I'm, no, Rosenberg. Yeah, because I'm reading. I missed what you said. Which type are you stupid? I missed the names. Just oh. What is it again? <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Let me start from the beginning. Hold on. Um, <laughs> no, uh, shut up. I always thought. Yeah, that's, that, sound, that sounds just about right. Some of them feel, I mean, like, why Aunt Banks and um, AMG? Why not? I mean, I agree. I just wanted to hear you express it. But like they because they're those are artists that like what's dope about that is 
people don't realize sort of how connected the coasts were in this time pre the mid nineties. You know what I mean? Like, like people didn't have a real coastal bias in quite the same way. I feel like hip hop was smaller. Like everybody just sort of loved everything. It was definitely more of a, um, uh, uh, um, like a league club and shit. You know what I mean? Like you, you had to be, you had to be nice. You had to be dope to get down back in the day. You really did. Well, the barrier of entry was so much harder. The barrier of entry was harder. The people who were at the positions were, were, were music lovers. Regardless of how scrupulous late they could be or at their core, they loved music. Everybody was a music fan. I don't know if that could be said for a lot of the executives today. I don't know. Um, uh, Sife and I were talking before you came on, Tip. From the outside looking in as a fan, uh, track five, Sucka N-Word, is a complex record. Like, we were saying, like, it's a comp. Even, I remember, and obviously young then, as a 14-year-old, you know, white Jewish kid from the suburbs who's, I'm trying to figure it all out. And I, I thought I understood what you were trying to say. But even to this day, Tip, as I, as I listen to it, it does sound like you're sort of a young person on that record kind of working through your complex feelings about this word kind of in real time on the record. Yeah, absolutely. Just the, 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 the complexity of that word, it was meant to have kind of like a that song was meant to kind of have like an open ended. There was no real, it wasn't designed yeah, no, no to conclusion. be a conclusion, yeah. but it was just to, to make a statement about how offensive the word is, but then how we took it and 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 co-opted and re, uh, re you know reappropriated it and we and and changed the narration of the word um, for us, you know, so that the the irony of it was that it was something that white people said to to black people in a demeaning way. Mm-hmm. Then it went to a point where black people started saying it to black people in any kind of way. <laughs> yeah. And now it's and now it's wound up where black people say it to black people and white people aren't allowed to even say it. It started with their, it was their innovation. Yeah. <laughs> and now if a white person says it to a black person, you get your ass kicked. Or, yeah, or get in and serious that, trouble. That, 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 and, that, and, that, and that was kind of like the spirit of the song. It's it, like... It started out with white people saying it to black people, and now they're 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 barred from saying it. It's unsafe. It's underrated the beauty of the word when you think about it. That whole thing that makes white people go crazy, like where every few months there's a thing where a white person's like, "Why can't I say the word?" When you think about well, it, well, 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 I want to help you here because I don't want you to get in trouble. Oh, go ahead. The word is not beautiful. No, no, it's not. not It it is certainly not. It is a horrifying word. The beauty of the comp of the complexity. Thank you, Q-Tip, for saving me. Different different uses. Well, and I wouldn't even say beauty, but the but the irony. Yeah, the 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 benevolence of the irony. Yes, the fact that white people can't say it is dope. And yet people freak out about it still and don't see it as like a thing. Like, don't you realize 
white people invented this horrible word that was meant to specifically demean people in a really different and unique kind of way. Because you really can't do an apples to apples comparison with the N-word and any other word. And when people try to do it, you can't. It, it has a uniquely horrifying black American experience attached to it. And to, to then reverse it to now where it seems like they can't understand why they can't say it. Uh, maybe the word is tip. There's there's something slightly poetic in that. How about that? Yeah, there's a poetic justice to it. They, ah! Which, by the way, you also worked on in 1993. Were you, <laughs> were you, um, were you done? You did that after Midnight Marauders, or before, uh, or during? I think I may have just finished it. Impossible, because we yeah, heard I did, I did that, that you never that. finished when anything. Was, <laughs> when was shut up? First of all, and he's still working all, on Midnight Marauders. <laughs> Um, when was, uh, when was, uh, the Rodney King verdict? 92. Look it up real quick. I think April 92 is my, uh, is my thought. Let me see. Hold on. Look it up real quick. Rodney King verdict. All right. You don't trust me. Okay. That's nice. He wants to get an exact date because he's going to pinpoint where he was in his, in April 29th, 92. Okay. So that's when we did poetic justice. So no, I was probably just starting Marauders. Oh, you did it. So it, the movie came out in 90, 93 and, but, oh, but it, you did it in 92. Wow. Damn. The release date of the movie was, oh, my birthday, July 23rd, 93. Oh, water will touch the earth. Water will touch the earth. Q-Tip, I've never asked you this. Um. What goes through one's head when they're starting, you know, acting, you haven't done a lot of it, and you're going to be in this movie, and they give you the script, and they're like, all right, here's how the scene starts. You're in a car making out with Janet Jackson. <laughs> right, do you, like, immediately give your agent a raise? I mean, that that's an incredible start to an acting career. <laughs> You sound so Broadway Danny Rose with it right now. Look it, I got that great script. Okay, this is how it starts. Yes, first, the first thing is that it's going to knock your socks off, okay? You're in a car. You're in South Central Compton. And you're literally... You're going to be a big shot, Janet. kid. You know Janet Jackson, huh, kid? I'm going to take you all away. It sounds like... You know, it's so Broadway Danny Rose. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you're so right you're so right okay fine when did you uh, when did you realize you were going to be making out with Janet Jackson <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was fun man I mean uh it was crazy because they wanted me to do Pox Roll and I was just like nah, I'm not doing that it's just too much for me what acting and, acting wise uh, you thought it was too much yeah, well, because I was working on an album and I hadn't I hadn't really acted before, and I remember talking yeah, to that's um, a lot. That's a lot. Lawrence to get Fishburne. Into the, yeah, yeah, I remember talking to Fishburne, and Fishburne was like, "Well, <laughs> you could do it, but <laughs> you have to commit." Yeah, 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 yeah. Ready to commit? And I was like, "Damn, nigga, no." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um. 
it was it was it was nah, it was cool. R.I.P. John and and R.I.P. Pac. You know what I'm saying? That was just a, a great um experience. I remember um Pac was hot. He was in my trailer. He was like, "These motherfuckers want me to take an AIDS test." I think this was after. Oh yeah. This was after because I was hanging out, and I think she got sick. She caught a cold. I had a cold. Um. And she caught a cold, and then I saw a pot that was at that pox trail. I came to the set, and then he was just like, yo, don't let me take a fucking AIDS test, man. Nigga, what you do, nigga? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, Wait, that, that story shit, was nigga. true? Because that story was always out there. I remember hearing that story. I never heard this ever. Yeah, I think it, I think it was true. That was out. This like, that was a thing. shows that people take stuff and then clip it and then no. put it on the internet. Generally speaking, <laughs> by the way, generally speaking, no, you're going to somehow switch the mojo and it's going to happen. But generally speaking, no, you're safe. Here. But no, and, it, and if we was to clip anything, it wouldn't be that. Yeah, we're not. We don't worry. We're about, not clipping that part out. We want to talk about You know how people bro. do that now, right? Oh, what? Yes, that's not us. Let me, let me explain to you why we are not successful, Q-Tip, <laughs> because we okay. don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> because we want, we just want to nerd out and talk about the day Midnight Marauders came out and how it felt. Clipping shit for fucking clickbait and all that, that's not us. And we are- And we are suffering because of it, but- Suffering because we, of it. But it, I don't care. I just wanted to hear- I just wanted you, to hear. Could go, you could go to bed with clean conscience. Clean, clean conscience, bro. So wait, but I, but I honestly, I don't know if I've ever really, we've ever really asked you about um, Pac though. Did you guys get cool? Like, do you, I'm sure you already knew him. Did you deal with him? You weren't on the set that long though, right? Like how many days were you even at doing Poetic Justice? No, I wasn't, but I mean, I, I was, I was out there for a while after. And so, um, and so you got to know him pretty well? Yeah. Pac was on me before that. I remember Pac when um he used to dance with Greg. R.I.P. Damn, I can't believe he's gone. Shock G. Yeah, the fact that you just called Shock G Greg is that's wild, bro. That's how. Well, that's what he used to call him. But um, you called him Greg when you saw Shock G. Yeah, and then as soon as I said wow. Greg, you heard. <laughs> Brady Bunch. Oh, Brady, Brady Bunch. Greg Brady, of course. Of I, th course. I thought you guys said you no, were fucking nerd. No, tipping. No, I, I am a nerd. Your whistling was a little shaky at first. <laughs> Wow! Um, to hell with you. Yeah, Tip. I, okay. I got it no, after. No, the, I, I got it after. I second. thought it was solid. I thought it was solid. Uh, whistling. <laughs> Yo, sh sh um, but, sh no. okay. So you met Shock G no, and but, all of them back then. You you knew him from, but he was a yeah. digital underground dancer. Yeah, money and all him. Yeah. Well, because Daylight must have been time, out with them too. I remember when. Yeah, we were all. I, we was uh, <laughs> saying staying at the Sunset Marquee, um, in the piano room in there. And um, they had just, we had just did Cameo and we came to LA to, to do some TV and Shock was there and he's like, yo, I'm close to you. So he came up to the room. I remember he was like, yo, the piano room. And he sat down, was playing piano. And he was like, yo, I love all you do, all you do. We're going we gonna to expand this native tongue thing. And I wish I had to pay the paper. He started doing graffiti and he put native tongue on there while he was talking 
And he's like, yo, because it's like a movement. It's like how with George was doing, you know, had the all-stars. Like, I know what it is. So it'll be Tribe, Latifa, Jungle, you know, Money B. You know, Pac is going to do his thing. And, you know, and he drew out Native Tongues with everybody's name on it, and faces and shit. It was so dope. And I wish I had that shit, man. Yo, he was he was an artist, artist, bro. And like when when I and when you really listen, like he's sort of underrated in terms of producers who like really developed a sound. They had like such they he created such a sound. Yo, that dude, what you like? What? When I that shit that song, came bro. out, bro. Yo, when that <laughs> shit came out, that shit was a fucking problem, bro. I hope that there's some 20-year-olds listening. I hope that you guys out there who are aspiring musicians and DJs and MCs and singers and all that, you guys need to start a, co- a, a community of yourselves, all you like-minded folks. Like, get a club somewhere, no matter where you are. I don't care if you're in you know, Baton Rouge, if you're in Spokane. I don't give a fuck where you are. There's a crew of y'all, and you know somebody who knows somebody who got a little club or something, a little place, and start a movement, y'all. Start a movement mm. because all the stuff that I'm recanting and recalling with these two bums <laughs> are, birthed, are, birth, are birthed are birthed out of uh, out of com- you know community and movement. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that. Right now, everybody is, you know, DJing and making music and doing all that stuff on their own. It's, you know, it's do it yourself, which is great. And but usually, you know, they're doing it at the at the house, and they may invite a homie over or something to hear some shit, and they may go ride. But it's just very insular, you know. Yeah. It's not share because then they could quickly put it up and stream it but you need to have a place where live bodies go and you invite people and you can make something that grows guys so let's do that because then you'll be able to say the shit i'm saying some 30 years later but you guys were so know. connected you there, there was such a there was such a camaraderie even to the point that tip to bring it back to midnight marauders the first single, I mean, we don't. I don't think of a war tour as being like a a Dave, a True Goy feature. But like when you guys were at your absolute hottest, you're coming off of scenario, so you just had your biggest smash hit, and now because I was talking to Riz about this earlier, their 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 album situation was totally different than yours. You guys were fucking and, and right, Riz, it was their first album. Yeah, and for Rizza and Jizza, right. it was like a prove themselves again album. And right. for Meth and Dirt and everyone else, it's their first. Tribe, he pointed out, Riz was like, yo, Tribe was out of here. They were scorching. Like this was it's their third joint. Third joint. And 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 the second one had been so well received. And then as you come with your first single tip, you do it with that. We talked community. That at your biggest moment. A, the moment before that was with leaders, community, your people, and then your next single is with Dela. Right. That was the point I was making about, um, you know, shock and, you know, the native tongue thing and, you know, how dope, you know, his shit was and how innovative he was is, is because I think we all were a part of a crew mentality. 
if you think back to those days back in New York specifically, it's like, you know, this, you know, we used to move around the city in posses. It got to be so crazy that they used to do news reports. Hi, welcome to Channel 2 News 6 o'clock. Today, the special report is on the growing phenomenon of posses in New York City. Mm. Like they, I, I remember seeing shit like that. Bobby. New York City residents are terrified by groups of young African-American and Latino men who usually travel in upwards of 15 to 20 throughout New York City streets. Cousin. Yo, and that's why Sipes laughs because he knows what it is. No, I, no and then it continues. And, and so, yes. so, so, the, wait, so the thing about posses and crews and all of that, it was like cool, cool it was a cool thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's your fan. It's the same thing. You could draw the analogy to to gang culture. It's about family. It's about no one man is an island, right? Now there was some nefarious activity, obviously attached to all of that. Bad bad one, actors, tip. Bad actors, but, as they say. But the thing is, is that we were all young men and women. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 was we was kids. You know, we were 17, 16, 15 years old, so there's not too much. So you know we're going to look for the malarkey and shit, you know what I mean? But the thing is about the fact that, you know, we had Chugoy on a war tour, and we did Scenario, and there was Native Tongues, and then, you know, you had N.W.A., and, you know, they had their crew. And- Even you being on um, roller skating jam called Saturdays, like, and, and buddy, it, it never yeah, felt well, like it was all. It all felt it like family. Like, you know what I mean? Well, it was community. It was crew. Like, yeah. um, you can make an analogous also to, you know, hard bop jazz era. You know, from like the late fifties yes. into the sixties, you would see a Herbie Hancock album with Wayne Shorter on it, and all of McCoy them, yeah. Tyner. Then you'd see a McCoy Tyner album with Wayne and Lee Dorsey and. You know, they were all interchangeable. And that's how hip-hop was then. You know what I'm saying? But now... No, I'm just kidding. But not really. But <laughs> it's just like the community has been kind of like smashed. It's be- it became about the individual. The individual's accolades, the the one person. You know, this whole salvo that's out now is, this is all me. I did it. I did yeah. it. It's me. It's me. It's me. I did it. I did the work. I worked so hard. Y'all can't front of me. My shit is a classic. You know, it's so I centric. You know what I mean? And that's, that's a point. fallacy. That's a fallacy. That's a fallacy. You know what I'm saying? Well said. And that's why a lot of this music is short lived because you can't really, you find it a hard time to relate to multimillionaires who continually talk about that it's just me. It's me. It's all me. Like, how do you really, like, that That fanship doesn't, it's not going to last because you're going to eventually need somebody else other than you. Native Tongue and Tribe Called Quest community was, and, and us growing up, was so thick because, bro, we knew who your engineer was. Your engineer was a star. Great point. I don't even know who Lucian is, Skef Anselm, but I heard their names on your records and I was like, I wonder who these people are. Like, and then like you hear like when like 
Mr. Long was doing interludes on De La album before there was even a Black Sheep. Yep. And Chi Ali is all <laughs> yeah. in there. And then, on, and then you, to the point where, like, having punk. <laughs> 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 to the point where your manager rapped on songs. True. Yeah. Fucking, you know, Leo with his goofy ass was on peace porridge in the pot. You right, everybody was, was involved in some way. It's crazy. I mean, everybody was down. Wait, Russell that's Leo. Hold on. That's Russell. Yo, wait a minute. Russell Simmons is at the beginning of roller skating jam called Saturdays. He's the that's DJ. Russell talking. No. No. Are you serious? Saturday, y'all. That's Russell. No. That's Russell Simmons. Yeah, I remember the day Holy when he was in there doing it. Holy so, shit, that's crazy. Yo, here's a crazy story. Please. And D'Angelo always mentions it. We were working on Midnight Marauders the same time that we were working on um, D'Angelo's shit. Yeah. His first shit. Wow. So we go, we had two rooms in there, and Wu-Tang, and I forgot I got to tell Rizzo about I just thought of this shit. Wu-Tang had another room on the side. Because Rizzo had a Where few different rooms throughout the city. What studio was, was this? Battery. Okay. Battery. 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 So they was working on, um, it was one of the songs of 36, if I'm not mistaken. I got to ask Rizzo that. Hold on a second. Can I do a lifeline? Hold on, we'll hold. Yeah. Yes. And do whatever you need to do. Yes, do a lifeline. We have to know what song. This this is fascinating. Cypher, are you like, are you still reeling from Russell Simmons as the DJ on Saturdays? No, you know why? It's, this is what Wanab does. Show, bro. This is what Wanab does. We nerd out. We dig into the core of it where that shit pops up. Never, never knew that. Never in life. I'm trying. I wonder if I look it up, even if it says that it's that it. Russell Simmons. Saturdays, De La Soul. Because you know it's five days of work. Sure, I do. One whole day to play. Say peace to the abbot, y'all. Bong, 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 bong. Saw you earlier, kid. Yeah, well, well, again, <laughs> again, and again. What's happening, bro? Again and again. Yo, man. Yo, bro. I was just talking about this joint. I want to see if you remember this. Remember when we was motherfucking in Battery Studios and mm-hmm. D'Angelo was in there and we was working on D'Angelo shit and you were, and y'all had you had rooms all over you had a room in Battery and yeah because we was doing some of Asan stuff in Battery yeah okay it was Asan shit okay I thought it was thirty six because Asan was in there and you was in there. And he was like, yo, what y'all niggas working on? It was like, oh, we're working with this kid D'Angelo. He was like, oh, all right, I think you have bounced or something. And 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 and, and dirty. He made, maybe you was there, but dirty stay and he started rhyming over brown sh- brown sugar. Oh yeah. You remember recall, that? Yeah, I recall that. I, I did bounce, but I remember because Dirty was was trying to get on that joint, but but I I had splashed out. But but the, but D'Angelo <laughs> came later though, right? D'Angelo was there that he he was there. He was there. Okay. I'll be, I'll, be that, I'll be called that moment in time, like when us being at Battery, 
you working on D'Angelo, but I might have splashed out or went to the other room or something. I remember Dirty was trying to get on the joint. <laughs> Dirty came in and was like, yo, this shit is cutting. <laughs> Brown sugar. And the nigga started rhyming over the shit. He's like, yo, yo, engineer, put the put the fucking mic on. <laughs> I was telling him earlier, he was so natural and, and always he, he'll definitely go and just enter a shit or a house or shit. Hey, yo, Tip, we're, yo. we were talking earlier, me and Rosen, Rosenberg, about this day, November 9th in hip-hop, yo, being um, a day where two of the of the iconic albums of hip-hop come out on the same day and in the same month with another iconic album, Doggy Style. I know, and right? I, and I was I was telling them that at the end of the day, it becomes these becomes pillar, like a pillar, like like a lot of hip hop is going to be held up because of that. You know what I mean? And if you mm. go back and really check, if you check the 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 data, you'll see that there's not platinum albums ain't coming out on it from the East Coast. No, not like that. Not like that. No. no, I don't. I don't. I don't even think there's there's one in a long time. You know what I mean? And Midnight Marauders and 36 become those, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and and tri- and triggers the energy back to this side of the to this side of the of the, of the world, you know what I mean, of the, of the culture. You know what's crazy though too, is that, yo, bro, I was telling them, you know what I'm saying, you you know what it is, I click, it's like I just be like every day, blue collar, whatever, whatever, but the shit still be motherfucking living, like the shit just won't go, it won't go nowhere. It's embedded in the zeitgeist, bro. It's wild. Right. It's not even just who a tribe or some. Like I remember, look, I, I just like last week, I was looking some some shit, and they had a Greg Nice joint in the commercial, like a obscure yes. Greg Nice. Yes. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I'm just like, you know, it it they could they could be choosing. So many other things, you know what I'm saying? Like, but they stick to the script with 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 with, with the era and shit. You know what I mean? Hey, RZA, aka Bobby, aka this is your number one fan, Cipher Sounds. Let me ask you a question. What the up, same Cy- question I asked. Almost had my brother. The same question I asked Q-Tip. Your albums came out on the same day, same year, 1993, 30 years ago. When do you remember first listening? to Midnight Marauders because I'm sure you were very busy releasing your own album and as the hip-hop fan yourself when did when could you have the time to pop in Midnight Marauders was it that day the next day yeah I know I popped in Midnight Marauders wasn't the next day but I popped it in that week we had we was going between Midnight Marauders Doggy Style and it's different because each different members had like like Doggy Style Master Killer Put that in the in the in the cassette. He's like, yo, nah. And him and Mel was was going crazy over uh, Daz and corrupt verses, and um and and, and mm. me, Ghost, and um, Dirty. You know, we've been on tribe since fucking like I said that low end theory album. That shit fucking played to a pop. And so now when the new joint came out, um, I I definitely felt like I heard it within within a week of its release. It was a notice, you know, as I tell them all the time. But I remember, like, and I, like I just told y'all, because I had heard it a little bit before. I had to get my hands on it, bro. <laughs> I was stressing niggas like I need to hear this because I remember getting the twelve inch 
of Protect Your Neck when it was the original 12 inch, I think, that you had put out. It wasn't even We're Loud yet. I wanted Jamaica Avenue yeah. and copped it, brought it back to fire. I was like, yo, nigga, listen to this shit. We were going crazy over the shit. You got the white, the, the, the orange white label, I mean, the orange yellowish label, or did you get the white label with the Sharpie written on it? It was the white label. Bro, I have I have one copy that I bought with the white. It was just a white label and somebody wrote Protect Your Neck. First, first, with Protect Your Neck and Tears. Very, very first. That when as soon as I heard I told you I beelined it, B. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Yo, we (laughs) was just such fans. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Let me just say this real quick and I'm gonna let y'all zone in. Yeah. Because I know it's a tips interview, but I just, you know. I was pretty conceited at that time on my production <laughs> still. I, you know, I, was coming, I was pretty coming to chop heads off. Um, but when, it, but when, Alex, when Electric Relaxation came on, I was like, yeah, this nigga is deep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, t- I was, tell him what you told me. Like, RZA, tell him. Hip-hop, hip-hop never... Hip-hop never did a, 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 a they call it a 12-8 or a 12-6 or it's called it a 12-6 or it's called it a, 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 the flip the ball on the third ball. It never happened yeah. in hip-hop before. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he did that, you know
like the thing that 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 I connected to so much is especially Rizza is because you know when you have a family, you're gonna have family matters that come up. You can't divorce them. That's that's yours. They're your cousins from Staten Island. Yeah, you know, and I think that everybody knows about our, you know, about tribes' internal things that we've gone through. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, we still love ours. You know what I mean? Um, I still have it's 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 so when I look at the at Rizzo and them still doing it, you know, what I'm saying with the tours and everything, and how he's been able to 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 move into directing. And you know, just a, a true artist, and you know what I'm saying. I just I, I look up to him, and that's my bro. You know what I'm saying. And and the dude is like, he's just so severely talented still, and just has that passion and just the joy, like the volition to just do that next shit. And it it, it spreads throughout the whole crew. And I'm so happy that they whole crew is still doing good. You know what I'm saying. Me too, man. Like everybody got their own thing. I'm so happy for mine. I'm happy when I get up and I see Ali doing his thing. When I see Jerobi doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm I miss my you know, I miss fight. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just happy. Um, even our extended, you know, when I see Buster doing his thing, when I see Consequence doing his thing, when I see most and all that, like I, I just it's just it's just a it's just a great feeling, you know what I'm saying? So to be able to like Say, yo, I could actually call the wizard. You know, I could actually call Large Professor. I could, I, I could, I could actually call Rosenberg. I could, uh, damn, I could call Niles. You know what I'm saying? It's the community thing. It goes back to that what we was talking about, but specifically with with Reza and be able to share with with, with the Wu brothers because you we we all kind of started on the same plate. You know, New York City, '70s babies, crack. You know what I'm saying? Niggas getting bodied. You know what I'm saying? Shit was fucked up. Crime rate was crazy. And niggas was able to, like, do it. And and, and that's why it's so sweet on this side. You know what I'm saying? And I can speak to Jay, and Jay's like, yo, beloved. You know what I'm saying? Because we, we was there. We was all, we'd be seeing each other in the streets. It's so crazy, y'all. Like, have we all were been there. As kids. You know what I'm saying? We just, and we made it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a great thing, man. It's just a great thing. I I I I wish this for the blue faces and the sexy reds and the Kendricks and I wish them to be able to to get to this age have. Well, no, but I still wish that I, the feeling is so good that you want others to feel it, right? That whole adage. Uh, well, but 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 but, but what you want, said there, but what you said there was a mouthful tip because. You know, obviously, we don't know how sexy red or blue face or how they'll play out. If, I don't know. I, I but, just, but, with, yeah. but with Kendrick, though, you can say, you know, that at some point I would have to think we're going to get to that place where Kendrick will have a bunch of other people, you know, the 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 Coles, the Rockies, the the the, the schoolboy cues, the guys. They did have a nice little community there on the way up that I would hope they get to, you know, celebrate on that side in a similar way one day. Yeah, no, I think they will, and they're gonna definitely have anniversaries celebrating their their masterworks. And when they're able to look back at it, I wish them to be, you know, in places of health, mentally, physically, 
spiritually to be able to, you know, recant some of these stories and, and, and some of that time because it just helps you, you know, I, I, I say I'm a junkie in that way because I, I chase it. You know, I, I, I'm spoiled. I, I've been able to have, you know, success at a great level um, and not just once. And I've been able to have it and share it with people that I love and respect dearly. So, you know, that's enough to make me want that again. You know what I'm saying? Again and again. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it's just great, man. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all, man. Tip, um, we, we wanted to make sure we celebrated today. It's it's the it's the bit to me it's just as, as important a music day as there is. It's it's the most sometimes I don't know if I've ever told you this, or either of you. Sometimes I feel cliched when people say to me, considering like how deep I am in hip hop, and they're like, Oh, you're a hip hop guy. What's your favorite group and favorite album? Sometimes I almost even feel cliched saying a tribe called Quest, Midnight Marauders, because like, of course it's what I would say. You know what I mean? It is that sort of defining for so many people. Like I said to Rizza earlier, those two albums were the first great, great hip hop albums that I saw other white kids who weren't as into rap appreciating. Because before that, the white kids who liked rap liked the pop, like really pop whatever stuff. But now, mm-hmm. between y'all two, throw in maybe Cypress Hill. You know what I mean? There mm-hmm, were, mm-hmm. It was different. And like, so now... A lot of people be not talking about Cypress, too. Cypress was a motherfucker, too. We, we, just, just, had, yeah, we just had mugs. We just had mugs, bro. We just, we just went... We did deep dive into Cypress just a couple weeks ago. And Naughty. We, we had Tretch, too. <laughs> we just had Naughty, too. We just you had know? Naughty. We had Tretch. We had, we had the back-to-back. But, but like, for example... When I'm at Thanksgiving in a few weeks and my friend Chauncey, who's a professor of philosophy at Dickinson, comes over and we talk about life and just everything, you you and Bobby, like the level of, of informing that you guys did to sort of the way we see the world, the way we see art, it's just like, it's so important. Like that that, this moment is not just like, it's fun and it should just, it's a good time. But it's also actually culturally important for like making people. You just pointed out earlier, Tip. You're like, yo, it's crazy. It won't go away. The commercial with Greg Nice. Bro, that's because you raised people like me and Sife. Sife and I are yeah. just losers Thanks. doing a podcast. But the people, the execs making the commercials are are us too. Yeah. Are us, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. And Q Tip, like, I my mom, my, my mom didn't have an extensive record collection when I was a kid. Everything I learned about jazz, funk, soul comes from studying your music. It's reading every interview you ever did, trying to find every sample ever. I remember the day I bought Bob James One with Nautilus. Mm. It's like the first sampled record I bought, which led me down a, a, a very expensive hobby. But And then I became a 5%er because of the influence of Brand Nubian and Wu-Tang. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, you guys put out great albums on this day 30 years ago, but you also shaped our fucking lives, man. And and for that, I I want to say thank you because I love who I am because of the great upbringing that you indirectly 
we're responsible for. Thank you, bro. But you know, the last thing I don't know, man. The last the last thing I can say is um uh <laughs> You got the Serato out? <laughs> yeah, Serato's up. <laughs> oh that shit, man. Come on, bro. Bro. We'll take forever. Try forever. We'll take forever. Try forever, man. Let's go. Let's get him. Another 30, man. Let's get it. Happy happy 30th tip. We love you. Personally, professionally, everything. We love you, man. Yeah, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you so much. Later, man. Saif, I think we did a good episode. (laughs) I don't don't even care if this ever comes out, bro. To be able to talk to Q-Tip and the RZA at the same time. For no fucking reason. Who the fuck are we? Who the fuck are we? But you know who we are? Who are we? We are, and they're, okay, here's who we are. We are the nerds who want to have this conversation, of which there are many. But as much as you and I will joke and say that we are nothing, we are of the level where we can get people like that to jump on and have the conversation. It's more fun to say we're nobody. No, 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 no. But no, no. There's validity to it. <laughs> no, no, no. Too. But no, you nerds, see what I'm saying? Like we course. are. The, we hit the line of we are the nerds who want to have the deep dive, but we've made it far enough to get respect from these people we idolize. Yeah. This. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and suck our own dicks at the end ah, of the episode. Come on, somebody's got to do it. But that <laughs> ain't no, was. Ain't no Carhartt girls doing it. No. Well. Um, well. Yeah. Yeah, I heard you. I don't want to talk about married life, you know? But uh, no, it, wow, that was fucking cool, man. I can't believe, y'all, first of all, I can't believe you called Riza. And then I love that he said sorry at the end. <laughs> sorry. Yo, no, and then really Riza was sorry. like, yo, my bad. This is Q Tip's interview. Like, no, please, please don't go. Please don't go. And I, I, know I, you're, I was like, I know you're I, busy. <laughs> I was like, and I can't tell if that's because, like, you have a concert tonight and you don't want to talk to us or if you're actually that polite. <laughs> That you think it's both. It's both. It's a little both. Okay, but we okay. also already spoke to you today. Oh yeah, bro. So I don't know the order of what you guys are getting everything. All I know is this. This one is for everybody. And we hope that if you love this, you'll hit subscribe. If you're watching it on YouTube, you'll subscribe to the YouTube. You'll go find the podcast. You'll uh, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash one ep is life. This is why we do it. This is why we continue to do the show. Saif has been incredibly busy. Um, obviously, I, you know, I'm fucking always busy. But recently, between Mugs and Tretch, um, the do West Side Gun, Do It All Do. I did my own interview with Nicholas F. that I put up that I loved. I just did one with Rome Streets that was similar. I love that I'm getting some of these newer artists ones in. That makes sense, though. They they tell a part of the that are still part of the one app story. Um, we appreciate you guys following along for the journey. And on this most important hip hop one ep day, we, we appreciate you all facts. Big shout out to monster energy. You know what I mean? Yeah, we got a lot. We got some cool stuff coming with monster energy soon. Uh, definitely subscribe to the Patreon because that's always going to be a way to give us money and we want it. Give it, give it to us. That's a way to support. Thank you for the tip. Oh, that's listen. (laughs) Patreon is us. Serving you a cup of coffee and then flipping that iPod around, iPad around. <laughs> and be like, you want to press 
15%. Yo, but I have to admit, by the way, I've gotten bad these days, bro. I'm, I'm tipping everybody. It's annoying. I know. It's bad. Like, honestly, everything that comes up where it's like, want to tip? This I'm like, I've never tipped at this before. But bro, okay. you know, I, when I come over to, when I come home, I got to go over the George Washington Bridge and I always stop at the first gas station. So it's technically still in Jersey. So they have to pump the gas. I'm starting to tip like $5 to the, to the gas pumper. I've never tipped gas. Because I'm thinking like, they get nothing. I know. That's actually, and it's so helpful. I love it. That's crazy. So, yeah, man, this is awesome, man. Thanks for arranging this, uh, Rosenberg. You're very well. I'm glad uh, it worked out, bro. I'm, we stumbled into it. I'm happy you did this because lately, I, I just want to say this and then we're going to go. Lately, I'm not your, your suit game, your watch game, your, your little turtleneck game. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it at all. I don't know why you're saying that. And every that. time I look at your Instagram, I feel like you're losing a little bit of your hip-hop soul. Just a I, little I, I bit. Saw your, I saw your, your fucking you of all people. <laughs> this piece of shit. I was actually hot. I wanted to fight back with you over that when he was like, I see what you're doing. You're less hip-hop. Then he says this <laughs> while he's on literally like essentially what amounts to a, a white trash cruise. Okay? <laughs> he's on a white trash cruise. I'm in New York. <laughs> I was like this piece of sh-. but but the thing is it was such an easy way to get me because I'm sitting there looking all suited I do have to tell you one thing I realized it's a problem with the suit so uh, my knees have been hurting and my friend and Jeff the nerd yesterday was like bro are you wearing those like those hard bottom shoes are you wearing those walking in the streets in New York yeah I was like yeah he was like that's why your knees hurt dude yeah, you can't. yeah, yeah, yeah. he was like you don't have insoles in there or anything I was like no you don't do like you don't do like one of them girls that works in Wall Street where she got the sneakers in her bag. You got to start putting your orthopedics in the bag. It's so funny that you said that because a Natalie, everyone's te- said that. It reminds me of this Billy Joel song. You want me to be this Billy Joel song, Modern Woman. This is what Sight pictures me. My favorite thing is in the early bars. Listen how eighty this is. He says. With her high top sneakers of Italian design. You see her sitting with a coffee and a paper with the high top sneakers of Italian design. Makes up her face while she makes up her mind. Yeah, that's me. I'm gonna be a modern woman walking with my, my Gucci loafers and a backpack. I gotta I gotta I gotta poke the bear every once in a while, but man, you bring you bring the hip hop, man. I, I appreciate you setting this up today. No, no, I'm, I'm trying my best. Um, let's just let's just keep doing it. It's been good, man. I saw our, our patrons have gone up. Um, Billy June uh, got a job, so we may be rid of him soon. A lot of good things happening for the <laughs> podcast. Just kidding, Billy. Billy and Billy, when you hear this, I want you to know this because because we if we say it to you, you'll be crazy. So we, I just want to say this so everyone can hear it, including you. We pray that you keep killing it on your job. I like to believe that the kind of actual uh, emotional abuse that Saif has given you over the last decade is the reason that you are killing it the way you are. And furthermore, if you have to work 
You don't have to feel obligated like, I need to, please guys, send me the show. I'm on a plane right now, but I'll upload it from the airport. Just, bro. I just took four Valium, but I think I can upload the show. There's Wi-Fi on the, there's GoGo Wi-Fi on the plane. (laughs) I went to gogoinflight.com and I'm going to upload. Billy, you're a part of the show no matter what you do. You, if you have to go do work, we're going to figure it out. And whenever you pop on, you're on. You have a permanent seat here, okay? We love you. That being said, the way Andrew Tate, you know, my, my boy, Andrew Tate. Wait, I'm not a big fan, but keep going. Hold on, hold on. Listen to his concept. Okay. He doesn't make social media material. Okay. Everybody who's a, uh, a fan or an advocate makes the social media material. So all our fans. Oh, you know what? I may not like Andrew Tate. I like that idea. <laughs> please, if you see any clip you like off of a YouTube Bro. video from this show, Chop it up. Bro, Send it, please. That would be, we'll post it. We'll tag you. We'll give we you. Love, no, no, not like that. You. If you do it, if you do it regularly, and you show, we will, anytime we do an event around you, we'll, Sipes in town doing comedy, we got you. Whatever it is. Always. Like, that actually would be a huge way to support us. And you oh, could just man. download CapCut, fuck around, be like, yo, they didn't post this fuck clip. Around. We'll post it. Send it to us. Yeah. And then also, just to, just to Wait, say Wait, so Sipes, they can pay us and also do the work for us? Listen, WANEP fans, I never want you to pay for a comedy show. WANEP fans, always DM me. I got you. Wow, that's dope. WANEP fan, when you show, when you come up to my comedy shows and you, with your fucking by yourself, you fucking losers. No offense. You when you come to my shows, I got this. Hit me. WANEP fans get special treatment no matter what. Shouts to Emilio Sparks, Billy June, Monster Energy. Uh, happy thirtieth anniversary of this great day. We love you. Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang.